BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of. One that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. When we get done with the four-hour Armstrong and Getty radio show every single day, we cut another little thing called One More Thing. It's a podcast, and I have a feeling today is going to be cleaning out the sound fridge because we have a lot of good sound that we haven't used yet. So look for that, too, when you grab the podcast of the Armstrong and Getty show. Yeah, just too much big-time news to get to. But, yeah, the uh, the podcast, uh, the One More Thing podcast, is always entertaining, not to mention the regular show, the radio show, which is repackaged as a podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. You can get that wherever podcasts are distributed. Or if you're new to the podcast thing, more people uh, getting hip to it all the time, just go to armstrongandgetty.com, and we have links for you. Make it easy. Is TikTok going to ruin the Internet? That's what some Wall Street analysts say. I don't know what ruining the Internet would be. I mean, there's <laughs> there's so much porn and beheadings and stuff on there. I don't, What's oh. it take to ruin the Internet? And, like, disgusting, irresponsible conspiracy theories about uh, missing children, as we were discussing earlier. Uh, so, yeah, if it ends the Internet, I'm in favor of it. I don't, I don't care what it is. Remember my favorite story about the Internet from a couple of weeks ago? The organization that represents palm readers and psychics <laughs> warning Americans that a lot of the palm readers and psychics online are fraudulent. Ooh, hmm. Hilarious. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Those people online, they can't actually read your palm. They just look at your palm and make stuff up. 
Beware. <laughs> the American Association of Magicians warns that some magicians are not actually able to practice magic. They can't actually cut a woman in half and then with their minds sew her back together. Wow. Rip off. <laughs> uh, a couple of stray notes um, that I just found interesting that I wanted to squeeze into the show before we get on to uh, a more substantive affair. But I uh, came across in uh, at Wired.com a review of What If 2 by Randall Monroe. It's a book. And, uh, oh, my gosh, parents, uh, grandparents, uh, you know, uncles and aunts, uh, this is, it's so cool. It is, uh, Randall Monroe is an uber geek and a cartoonist, but he loves science. And he loves answering questions, including absurd questions from children, and going into the science of how you would answer them. And it's a combination of, of whimsy and wild imagination and science in a way that, to me, I think is absolutely magical in its way to introduce science to kids. Yeah, I think I had the what if, the first what if book for my kids. Oh, sure cool. Yeah. Um, I just, I read the entire review, which I generally don't do for a book I had no intention of buying, but um, uh, some of the questions uh, that are asked and answered are so interesting. Um, for instance, da, 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 da. What if. Some of outer space say, what if what would happen if the solar system was filled with soup out to Jupiter? A five year old girl asked that question. Stupid kids and their stupid questions. How would that ever happen? And he goes into the physics of it. And long story short is the solar system would turn into a black hole because of the unbelievable mass of, say, tomato soup all the way out to Jupiter. Hmm. And it would suck everything in. But then he talks about how um, if you're floating in space, you'd actually be okay for quite some time. If you were here on Earth, you'd immediately be crushed by the pressures and stuff like that. And he gets into all the physics of that. My band Soup to Jupiter. There are no lyrics. A lot of synthesizer. Wow. All instrumental. Each song is 15 minutes long. Wow. 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 They'd better be good. Soup to um, Jupiter. Every song sounds a lot like the other song. <laughs> You ought to work on that. And then the other one that I really liked is, uh, what if you tried to swallow a whole cloud? (laughs) And they get into the vapor in clouds and how much vapor is in clouds. Long story short again, the answer, and you ought to read the whole book, or at least the review at Wired.com, which we'll post at armstrongandgetty.com, is yes, you could in one sitting ingest the contents of a cloud as long as it's one of those little ones that like floats overhead and you can see how big the shadow is like it covers half a foot like a house sized cloud you could ingest one of those clouds so you're talking about the amount of water it would be is that what it is yeah exactly that's really all there is to ingest uh so it is undoubtedly the physically largest thing you could ingest you could ingest a cloud in case you'd like to <laughs> just to give you a little Dinner warning table events just to give you a little warning, global oil prices surged today after the prince in Saudi Arabia, their energy minister, suggested they're going to cut their production to try to stabilize the market. So crude oil surged, which usually will lead to gas prices surging. Just giving you a didn't, heads up. Didn't the great grandpotus just go to Saudi Arabia and beg on Ben Denis for more production? Yeah, yeah, it's as did. if they don't care. It's as if they don't care. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Speaking of politics, this is extraordinary. A, a a a Republican financier who you've probably never heard of was selling his company 
Uh, it's like a, it's some sort of technology company. Uh, it's an electronics manufacturing firm selling it to an Irish concern for $1.6 billion. Before he sold it, he transferred all of the stock to a conservative political action committee. Meaning, he made a $1.6 billion gift wow. to conservative uh, political action committee committees. Um, it is probably the biggest individual donation ever in the history of politics and will be financing the sort of things you probably like, if you're a conservative, uh, for a very long time. $1.6 billion. This guy's name, I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's Barry or Barr, B-A-R-R-E, Side, S-E-I-D, Electronics Manufacturing Mogul. So, uh, wow. Take that, George Soros. Have you been following the story of the former Twitter employee who's calling himself a whistleblower and saying that Twitter is a national security risk because they're so full of holes that you can hack into Barack Obama's Twitter account, which has happened in the past? Mm-hmm. Or Joe Biden's or Nancy Pelosi's or any other business leader or whatnot. He got- so are you saying the ridiculous and pan- pathetic after you like drunk tweet something you shouldn't saying somebody hacked into my account? This guy could actually back you up. Yeah, they hired this white hat hacker. He was one of the best in the world. They hired him at Twitter to fix some problems. Then he got fired, and so now, and then he says Twitter's a national security risk. Twitter says he's just a bitter ex-employee who didn't do his job. Then I thought this was funny that it got tweeted out yesterday. He said, if you're wondering if the stuff about Twitter security being lapsed is just one person complaining, you might be interested to know that 18 months after being let go from the company, I've not been removed from their employees' GitHub committers group. So he's still able to get into <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the private internal communications even a year and a half after he got fired. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Which is a pretty good uh, Well, well maybe they figured out he was such a great hacker that there's no point. <laughs> Could be. Get in anyway. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't know who to believe on that story, but uh, if uh, you know, if you made me pick a side, I would guess he's more or less accurate about Twitter. Uh, Judging by the skill with which they do other things like you know, even-handedly enforce rules and have a reasonable appeals process if they silence you, I would guess he's probably right, yeah. More white supremacy. Supremacy. There's a male white rhino that has been born at the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. And he gets attention because he's a white rhino. Please. Right. right. If he'd have been a regular gray rhino, nobody would have paid any attention. Um, the details are still trickling out, although the main details have been known for several hours, and we've been talking about them on this so-called student loan forgiveness program coming out of the Biden administration that I think is the craziest, most angering thing we've practically ever done in in terms of financial policy, and uh, I'm really hoping there's a backlash against this. If there's not, I'm going to be so disappointed. Well, if you're just tuning in or you're not familiar with it, it is an indefensible policy forgiving student loans, at least, you know, many thousands of dollars worth. It It is terrible policy on every level, morally, economically, um, in terms of uh, reforming college and the rest. It's just it's awful. 
And if America doesn't notice it and there's no back- backlash, then indeed we're screwed, as we've said many times. Uh, speaking of that uh, age bracket, also Axios, which does a very good job, I think, of taking issues apart and being reasonably unbiased, has an interesting piece with uh, millennial and Gen Z workers telling you what you should know as an employer. Here's what you need to know to understand us. All right. And honestly, if you're an employer, you probably ought to know what you're dealing with. Some of it is so cute. Oh, cool. I want to hear that. Some of it is so naive. Some of it is so dopey. But I suppose you ought to know. Elon Musk took a nine-minute private flight that has the Internet angry, but the Internet is always angry. We'll get the to Internet that. woke up angry. We'll get to that. Is TikTok going to ruin the Internet? And that's according to Wall Street Journal analysts, like for real. And other stuff on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Snark is easy. Snark is fun. Listen to Snark before we're done. But I'm going to try to approach this with a minimal snark. It's a piece in Axios about young workers. Part one of a three-generation series talking about millennial and Gen Z-type workers and uh, and what they want employers and other people to know about them, which is, from the point of view of an employer, worth knowing. I mean, you need to know the commodity you're dealing with, even if you don't particularly feel like indulging them. But um, uh, Axio says we'll, we'll start with the... Oh, Jack, Jack's locked out by the bathroom. Did you see that text? Um, anyway... <laughs> So there are challenges with older workers, too. Oh, that's just too perfect. Anyway, so they start with the youngest workers. Uh, one, of their, one of their staffers says, I'm a 1995 kid on the millennial Gen Z cusp. I was just expressing to the audience the ironies of we're talking about the silly, silly young workers. And <laughs> you got older guys locking themselves out of the studio. <laughs> but you know what's amazing is Alex, who's a very big gentleman, his foot yes. speed. How quickly oh. he got over to the locked door to let me in. Limber, like baby. Limber. Low and slow. You are, what? Low down to the ground like a lineman. <laughs> Low and slow. No, very That's, nimble. Very impressive. That's right. He got leverage on you. <laughs> he blew you up. Anyway, so uh, they start with a 1995 kid, millennial Gen Z cusp, part of the newest cohort of workers. Uh, Erica writes, I can't speak for my entire generation, but here's what we wish our older colleagues understood about the way we think and the way we work. And I would just preface this by saying uh, some of this is uh, the marketplace of work, supply and demand. Who has the upper hand? Is it a seller's market or a buyer's market? That's as natural as can be, and there's nothing wrong with it. Sure. Um, uh, When you're, I tell you this, when you're a beginning radio guy and there are a million of you, they treat you like crap. (laughs) <laughs> when you've established yourself and you're uh, something of a thing in the industry, they generally treat you with a great deal more dignity. So it's it's the market. It's fine. But anyway, the big picture. We grew up online. Undeniably true. We're the most diverse. Okay, that's fine. You're not diverse. You're whatever you are. A single black person is not diverse. They're a black person. But you all are proud of that, so uh, I ought to be aware of that. We're the best, well, we're the most well-educated generation in American history. 
Oh boy, I got to stop you there. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure that we've <laughs> we got a text earlier. They were listening to the podcast from yesterday. So 75% of people aren't proficient in math. That's almost half. Um, <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, those the stats are out there to say you're not the most educated. Yeah, you mo- well, you you may be the most educated as in the most time spent. But we have failed you. Your parents and grandparents and the education system we permitted to become has failed you to a large extent. have to make that point every time. You didn't lower your own high school graduation requirements. We did. Yeah. And we've been shaped by the pandemic, she writes. Well, that's yeah, that's unquestionably true. And again, we're we, the older generation, particularly those on a particular side of the aisle, are to blame for a lot of that. And it's awful. And and you absolutely deserve a little more patience for that reason. Uh, Here's what I hear most. Time to ditch the grind for the grind's sake. Younger workers want more from life. And that's a good thing. A balanced life ought to have time for hobbies, relationships and relaxation, as well as work. Um, that's absolutely true, and it's absolutely uh, true if you're single and childless. It becomes less true because you have more responsibilities. And I will also tell you this. This is uh, when we get back to the supply and demand thing. Uh, we, Jack and I, have lived through periods, uh, economic periods where if you're not willing to bust your butt and give extra at work, you won't have a job anymore. So these things come and go. It's like hemlines and how high you wasted your genes are. Nothing is permanent, so don't don't get used to it. And I'm saying that not as like, tut, tut, you dopey kids. I'm saying don't think that what is now must always be and will always be, because it's not. Uh, what that doesn't mean, we're lazy and don't want to work hard. Hmm. Okay, well, that will overcome itself going forward. Yeah, Depending on how lavish the safety net is, I guess. Maybe it won't resolve itself. I was talking to an employer the other day who used the word entitled again for uh, talking about young people that they hired. And I've heard that particular word so many times from mm-hmm. people who hire. Yeah. Man, yeah. I, that, that was the last thing on my mind when I got my first radio job. The first thing they showed me was the bathroom that I was going to clean. That, then their main concern, it seemed to be more than the fact that I would keep the records on the air, was that I would be able to clean the bathroom for all the salespeople that use that bathroom. And it was disgusting. Yeah, you know, and, and I don't want to beat up on anybody, but the whole check your privilege thing, there is an enormous privilege in coming into the workplace during these economic times. For instance, mm. they say uh, it doesn't mean we're lazy and don't want to work hard. What it does mean, we want to work for a company we care about. That is a luxury for a, boss we res- for a boss we respect. Good luck with that. That is a rarity. <laughs> and we don't see the point in clocking in super early or clocking out super late if it's only to show face. No. Hmm, again, times change. Give us something to believe in. If the leadership doesn't live and breathe the mission, it shows. Hook us on your vision. You'll get the best work out of us. Well, that's That is true. so sweet. Our vision is to make more money. Are you interested in that? Helping Our vision make is more to, money? to not be wiped out by the competition no longer exist anymore. Mm, um, and depending on your industry, it might be just to survive another a quarter. Yeah, they're, uh, and, and this goes on in this vein. I just, I'm telling you, young people, people who exist in the time of peace walk around saying, why would I ever want to carry a gun? People who live in a time of war, don't ask that question. If you miss an hour of the show, you can grab the podcast. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. students now spend less than five hours a week studying and when they do it's for their onerous magnum cum bullshit course load of sports marketing history through twitter <laughs> advanced racist spotting intro to microaggressions and you owe me an apology 101 <laughs> advanced racist spotting <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful that is good that's bill maher uh mocking a lot of college education just in general before you get even into the whole idea of paying off some of the debt for people who chose to do that you know you can choose to go to college or not and then you can choose which college to go to i went to cheap colleges specifically because they were cheap that's the only reason i went there it was that they were cheaper than the other ones. Lots of people do that. I've always been amused by this idea that um, uh, 
people choose these things. Uh, what would be a good example of it? Like somebody I knew who preferred expensive wine. Yeah, everybody prefers expensive <laughs> wine. We're not choosing this because we like it better. It's cheaper. Yeah. Uh, every yeah. every cheaper college in kind of a no-name town in America, those kids are almost entirely going there. Maybe their parents live there, so they get to live at home. Other than that, they're almost entirely going there because the other place was more expensive. So it's a choice in which college to go for, and now we're going to forgive the debt. I just, we got more Bill Maher to play this pretty funny, but I came across this guy from the Cato Institute talking about this proposal that's out with Biden going to... Um, well, the taxpayer is going to but at his request. Well, and I would point out that the fact that we and Bill Maher and the Cato Institute and others all agree from every point in the political spectrum, this is awful policy. That's enough to get your attention. Biden's $10,000 student loan forgiveness won't only be unpopular among the 86.5% of Americans without student loan debt. How about that number? Damn near 90% of Americans don't have student loan debt. So you aren't buying those people off. Probably maybe some of the parents. Yeah, I suppose. But not even all the parents. Well, Uh, no, and it's a thumb in the eye of those paying the bill. This guy from Cato says it will unlikely be unpopular with those receiving the forgiveness. That's because so many debt holders need way more than $10,000. If you have $100,000 in debt, $10,000 is a relative drop in the bucket. Indeed, the small size only reminds you just how much more you need. That can breed deeper unhappiness and resentment. And that's not just a theory. There is a Harvard study in which people in poverty were given either zero, $500, or $2,000 cash. Half a year later, the more the money received, the more unhappy the people reported being <laughs> yeah yeah you know it's funny one of uh, uh friends of armstrong and getty good thinker and a personal friend has been texting me said I, i'm reading comments on a thread about the biden plan and the overwhelming response from the lefties is that the amounts are way too small right because people have so much more school loan debt than he wants to forgive so even his pandering isn't being accepted well by those he's pandering to yeah so this guy cato sums it up this way then so biden is about to go out on a political limb that is overwhelmingly unpopular with most americans falls short of the demands of student loan forgiveness activists and could leave those who are getting the money worse off. As a political matter, it's insane. Wow. As an economic matter, as a moral matter, as a governance matter, it's it's insane. But how hilarious is, is that? That the tiny percentage of people that are going to get the money, a lot of them are going to be madder than they were if you gave them nothing. Yeah. <laughs> is, wow. This is one of the worst moves in history. I think so. It'll be interesting to see it take shape, the backlash. I have a quick legal thought on it, uh, but I want to get to a little more Bill Maher. We do. Uh, Let's uh, start with 33, Michael. Liberals see more school the way Republicans see tax cuts as the answer to everything. We imagine going to college is the way to fight income inequality, but actually it does the reverse. If you have a bachelor's degree... You make about 65% more than someone who doesn't. And with a master's degree, it's more like 100% more. And the unemployment rate of college grads is about half what it is for high school grads. I know free college is a left-wing thing, but is it really liberal for someone who doesn't go to college and makes less money to pay for people who do go and make more? I hope that question is being asked by the most of the 90% of Americans who don't have student loan debt. I hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether it's uh, paying for college or, or paying off the debt, it's the same principle. More Bill Maher. 
And because it's so necessary, colleges can charge whatever they want. Since 1985, the average cost of college has risen 500%. What other business? It doubles every nine years. Every year it increases at four times the rate of inflation. And yet no one knows how to change a tire. You know, uh, I'm going to have angry and harsh words with our executive producer, Mike Hansen, who's actually fantastic. But we left out the beginning of the, the segment in which he said, you know what college is? It is an incredibly it's expensive scam, essentially, to get a piece of paper that is your ticket to the upper middle class. Right. Yeah, it's not that that's you know, that's an excellent point that should be made all the time. And then we should look at that as a country and figure it out. So we've decided it's not the knowledge because very seldom, you know, in, sp- in specific sciences and stuff like that, obviously it is law. You get a law degree and everything like that. But for, man, for, a, for a ton of people, it's merely the fact that you went to college. They're not hiring you for the knowledge you got at college. No. Which is interesting. Yeah. And then that's one of the criticisms of this student loan bailout idea is that it's going to put no pressure on any part of the whole thing to reform. Yeah, uh, that's the part that troubles me maybe the most, because the incredibly bloated and expensive state of America's university system, colleges, whatever, higher education in short, the only thing that's going to bring that around is pressure, pressure from those paying the bills, pressure from those who care. And all of these moves to relieve the pressure so they can continue to hire uh, associate deans of equity, inclusion, and community engagement to the point that there are more administrators than professors on college campuses in a lot of cases these days, which is mind-boggling. We've just relieved all the pressure to reform a horrible, perverted, bloated system. That might be the worst part of it. Your kids went through college during, like, the height of this madness. And uh, I had been assuming all along since my kids, when we, we were talking about this when my kids were babies, I thought, well, it'll be, this will get corrected by the time they're college age. Well, now they're 12 and 10, 7th grade and 5th grade, and uh, this student loan forgiveness is not going to fix anything. If anything, it's going to oh, no. accelerate it. Oh, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Well, and and it's no accident that every damn one of those deans that I referred to, and professors, and staffers, and and you know college presidents, are going to vote Democrat. And so, if you were to announce, yeah, there needs to be enormous belt tightening because America's universities are now bloated, uh, you know, super expensive day camps for uh, for kids that then give them an incredibly expensive piece of paper, having learned practically nothing, and we've got to get hold of that. There would be a hue and cry. You would hear it from Harvard to USC, and all points in between. It would be a screech like a thousand souls were just silenced. A disturbance in the force. Obi-Wan would poo his pants at the screams across the universe. When you announce that. So you think it's an accident that they're going to postpone any meaningful reform by once again injecting the steroids of quote-unquote loan forgiveness? This is awful. Bill Maher on that topic. The answer isn't to make college free. The answer is to make it more unnecessary, which it is for most jobs. So that the two-thirds of Americans who either can't afford to or just don't want to go don't feel shut out. Because the system we have 
sets up this winner-loser dynamic and breeds resentment. Yeah, I've read all kinds of different pieces that the the biggest dividing line, most easy, clear dividing line you have in America is people who went to college and people that didn't go to college, and it's not because of the knowledge that you're getting out of it. It's just your your ticket to that uh, different tier. And um, plus, it sure looks like at least the college town I live in looks like a really good time. It's weird we've structured life so that um, you do that, the retirement part <laughs> first, where you're just hanging out with your friends and, you know, at the coffee shop and having a good time and living in a cool place and all that sort of stuff. You take out a loan for it, but loans don't mean anything when you're 18 years old because you have no concept of time or money. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at, out of curiosity, my alma mater, the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, uh, they appear to have well over 10,000 employees. University of Sh- Illinois, Chicago uh, has more than 13,000 employees. Wow. Higher education is this enormous industry. It's an enormous industry where people make really, really good wages, and they only vote in one direction. And and the fact that you know there's so much public policy that just excuses their excesses is not a coincidence. And it's almost impossible to get fired. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Unless you dare speak out against the orthodoxy, then you'll be fired in a minute. I am going to be quite interested in how this story plays out throughout the day. Um, I mentioned that this, so the story's been around for, what, 18 hours? And everything but Fox News presented it almost entirely as a clear positive. That's interesting. I mean, you must assume all your viewers are uh, college graduates with student loan debt. Because if that stat is true that I just gave you from Cato, if 90% of Americans don't have any student loan debt, why are you presenting this story as clearly a great thing? Because That's not, mind-blowing tone deafness. It's not clearly a great thing to most people, I don't think. I hope I'm right. Is there any category of people less capable of bringing you a clear picture of what's happening in the world than the American media elite? Yeah, no kidding. They're always reporting on their own lives. They're all young people with college loan debt that they think should be forgiven. Yeah. So it's good news for them. Well, I still predict giant backlash a coming. We'll see. I hope you're right. We're going to finish strong next. Is TikTok going to ruin the Internet? BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Covino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. 
Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The digital crack epidemic is on, according to Wall Street Journal analysts. The digital crack epidemic. The what now? They're using the an analogy of cocaine versus crack. Facebook was cocaine. It set in sort of quickly, but lasted a while. People stuck with it. TikTok and other uh, uh, sites similar to it are crack. You get an immediate hit, but it dissipates really quickly, and you need another one. Listen, I don't do crack. Crack is too cheap. I'm too rich to do crack. Crack is whack. Rising to over 1 billion monthly users in about five years, the short-form video app TikTok has replaced practically everything else in terms of people's minds and what they want to see. It's an algorithm that pushes the most viral content directly to the user, delivering endorphin hit after endorphin hit with one swipe. It is the digital crack epidemic as everybody is starting to follow. Facebook was losing time spent on their site. So they had to come up with something to compete. Also, um, Reels launched on Instagram in 2020 because Instagram's Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Reels is the Facebook version of TikTok. Snapchat Spotlight came the same year, followed by YouTube Shorts, WeChat Video Accounts, Pinterest's Idea Pins, and Netflix has currently uh, got Fast Laughs, while Amazon is uh, testing something called Inspire. So wow, everybody's getting in on the crack sale. They have to because it's obliterated everything else. Wow. As our attention spans have gotten even shorter. And they go through the numbers of people that are hitting on TikTok and all these other uh, um, uh, sites. And all the other sites are your Facebook and your regular YouTube videos going down and all that sort of stuff. And it's, But here's the most interesting part to me. I remember when whenever I would speak to... Uh, college kids in radio classes back in the day when that would happen. Um, I would always say to college kids, what's the purpose of the radio station? Usually given an example of one. Play seven country hits in a row, obviously. Some people would say that. Some people would say to have the best music or whatever. Now, the point of the radio station is to make money. Doesn't matter whatever else you want to do, what kind of music you like or sports or whatever it is, the point of the radio station is to make money. And the point of TikTok is to make money. 
and they ain't making a lot of money. Really? Because, as the Wall Street Journal points out, they're so short and so quick, there hasn't been a way to embed ads in it that are in a way that has been effective. Hmm. It's too easy to skip the ads and everything like that. Um, a Wall Street Journal an- analyst pointing out that the Internet is always in an evolve-or-die situation, and new things constantly come along. But because nobody's figured out a way, and it might not be possible because it's just it's like... You know, it's it's the opposite of what people are doing with TikTok. I want things fast, 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 only entertainment, only entertainment. And if you start trying to jam ads and everything like that, it's not working. If the likes of Facebook and YouTube and TikTok can't figure out how to make direct response ads work very quickly, the consequences are going to be severe. As in, they'll just stop doing it because they're doing it for money. Remember, that's the whole point. Direct response ads, that's an interesting point. That generally means you pick up the phone or click on a link or something and buy something. As opposed to, because I'm picturing like a two or three second ad. <clears throat> Man, Coca-Cola is refreshing. Drink a Coke. That's it. It's over. Yeah, they're claiming here, and I don't actually have the number to back it up, but they're claiming here in this Wall Street Journal that the direct response ads uh, online are the ones that are making money. A lot of that other stuff, as as we know, thank God in the radio business, yeah. a whole bunch of that advertising revenue that went to online came back to radio and TV because it wasn't working. Yeah. Yeah. So the direct response stuff apparently is where they get the most bang for their buck, and they haven't. Nobody's figured out a way to make that work on TikTok or any of those other platforms. And the Wall Street Journal suggesting unless somebody figures out a way to do it, those things are going to go away. I mean, you might enjoy TikTok, but if they can't make a huge profit, they ain't going to keep being around. Yeah, well, and uh, from the other side of it, uh, I think I mentioned about six months ago that a certain young relative of mine announced that she had taken TikTok off her phone. Too addictive, wasting way too much time. Jeez, addictive by internet standards. Oh! It's final thoughts with energy. It's final thoughts with energy. Yes! And here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew, starting off with our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael, what's your final thought? You know who I feel bad for? Somewhere there's somebody yesterday that paid off their student loan. It was just, oh, I paid off my $10,000 loan and turned on the news this morning and just wanted to put their head in the oven. Yeah, that would that would be ironic, but I'm not sure it makes you more mad than if you did it five years ago or ten years ago. Or in my case, you just went to cheaper colleges and worked. Plenty of mad to go around yeah. on this topic. Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, final thought? Yeah, I wanted to follow up. I finished up that Manti Teo documentary, and I thought it had a great message of forgiveness at the end of it. He forgave uh, Mr. Tuiasopo for everything that they had done and said, all I can do is go forward and forgive myself for letting it happen. Yeah, well, that's true. That's healthy. Jack, final thought for us? I think this is going to be one of the great tests for the voters of America. If we ignore this, the least progressive move done by progressives ever to pay off some of your college loan debt that's hanging out there, we are seriously doomed. Seriously. I would agree. Uh, My final thought is don't be silenced. If you see a policy like this and you think it's awful, go ahead and say it. If you think that there is such a thing as a man and a woman, go ahead and say it. If you can get away with it, depending on where you are. There is a huge movement to silence dissent in this country. And if you can, resist it. Don't be silenced. Good Got one. some examples for you tomorrow. Oh, cool. Look at Joe teasing to tomorrow already. 
The whole uh, student loan thing kind of obliterated a lot of other good stuff today. Yeah, but I, uh, the sun will come up tomorrow. I'd say. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time. If you missed our conversation with Mike Lyons during hour three of the show, uh, really good stuff talking about Ukraine. You can get it via podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Go to armstrongandgetty.com or wherever you get podcasts. Pick up some swag while you're at the website and check out Hot Links. We will see you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. I tell you what. I know we say this all the time. Well, and it's we are. We're doomed. We're <laughs> screwed. It's doomed. We're screwed. Explain. Well, well, uh, uh, well, Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Baby. What? I've learned a lot. You, I know. This exchange. Absolutely. It's true. What the hell are you talking about? This is not a game. Not a joke, people. No malarkey. Not being a wise guy here. We are <laughs> freaking doomed. You're kind of being a wise guy there. Hasta la vista. <laughs> Baby. Thank you. Armstrong and Getty. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.